always a plus yeah all right so uh as we talk a little bit about jordan lewis i'm telling you to me personally he's a guy that i always say jordan hip pocket lewis one of the guys that i always looked up at, at on his team as a rookie from last year and saying that okay finally we got a guy that can travel well out in space travel got great recovery speed and just can be a lockdown corner down the line but it seems to me could be just me it seems to me that the dallas cowboys from what i heard the rumors of the world that they're shopping jordan lewis and it's always crazy to hear that because i i i, I can see the, the 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 prospect part of jordan lewis the the ceiling is far, far from where he's at right now as it relates to plan and this sort of thing. But shout out to Drip Flair for being the first person in the chat box and also Steven Adams and Deion Sanders. Thank all of you guys for tuning in uh, on the YouTube page and also for the Facebook panel. Thank you for tuning in as well. Mike, James, and Darren Williams. Thank you guys for being part of this wonderful, and I'm talking about beautiful network as we talk a little bit about Jordan Lewis. Um, <clears throat> now, they say they got him on the trading blocks. They say they was going to try to get rid of him or, or, or move him around. Uh, although, although I don't know if this is factual. Uh, we have yet to hear from uh, Stephen Jones or Will McClay or, or even Jerry Jones. You know how they got to see Jerry Jones, either him. So it's one of those things where we have to look back. I want you guys to know <laughs> that Jordan Lewis is a, a generational type of guy. He can be one of those guys that we can look back at and say, okay, he may not have the size, right? He may not show you the strength. Sometimes he may look like he's lost in space as it relates to tackling. But it's something special about this 2-7, the guy that I got on his screen, but it's not behind me. It's something special about him. And uh, I don't know whether or not this team sees what I see. Now, uh, I do know that Chris Richard right now, uh, you know, we, we know his type of players. We know his pedigree. We know that he wants guys with length, strength, range, that size that he fall in love with. But to me, just don't sleep on Jordan Lewis. Uh, I, I hear a lot of people, Jazzy Jeff, man, thank you for tuning in to the nation. He said, uh, make sure <laughs> that uh, we don't trade Jordan Lewis and I call him Jordan hip pocket Lewis for a reason and teams although his stats wasn't like something like oh wow it's something that you really want to run home with uh, last year teams didn't throw his way now uh, granted when they did uh, we saw that the Aaron Rodgers of the world utilized his his uh, weaknesses against Jordan Lewis because he's small He's not the tallest guy in the world. So certain techniques that you can't run with. And I, I think uh, from the nature of the way the system is ran now with the man-to-man, mano-a-mano, the way we like it up press, up tight, up close on the line, I, I think that uh, durability will be an issue with that. And I want to know your thoughts, guys. I want to know uh, what, what you have on your mental about Jordan Lewis, whether or not he should be on his team, whether or not they should trade him, whether or not if they can get a first or a second. And I know that's kind of reaching getting the first, but maybe they can just swap it out for another third round or maybe get a veteran guy that can help out this team. Now, this game coming around this Sunday, coming around, uh, we all know that there's the Earl Thomases of the world, right? And uh, we know what Earl Thomas can bring to the team. I think that if Earl Thomas somehow, some way um, – uh, if if we win, then I, I guess this may be like the uh, the end of the road for Earl Thomas because they're going to look at it from this aspect. 
we're all in three the, the, the seattle seahawks all in three and this sort of thing let's get something from something you know and and maybe they'll go that route but should they try to shop jordan lewis no i would say keep him on the mix keep him on your team and and see where he can be at year three year four because this guy is something special by 27 if you look up his michigan tape i'm telling you it's something nice uh, shout out to Vincent Bobo and Hector Flores. Uh, Aja, thank you for tuning in too as well on the on the Facebook panel. Uh, let me see what I got over here. Um, Anthony Brown is not that tall either. This is from Jazzy Jeff. They probably the same size. The difference between Anthony Brown and the Jordan Lewis. I think Anthony Brown is is a is a quicker. I think he's a he's a four three guy. I think Jordan Lewis is more of the four four ish type of guy. The the mid parts of four four. And uh, I, I did a poll, or I can ask you guys now, uh, what do you feel? Uh, who had the best rookie year? Was it Anthony Brown or was it Jordan Lewis? I think both of them had one interception. So let me know. You guys put that in the chat box too as well, whether or not, you know, who had the best rookie year. And maybe uh, Anthony Brown last year had one of those sophomore slumps, and, and maybe this can be his year because he, he didn't show, like, any signs of uh, – of being the last year Anthony Brown. Anthony Brown played decently, you know, these last two games. So let me know. Jordan Lewis had a better year. This is from Josh Skinner. Um, you guys let me know who who had the better year last year. And I know for sure Jordan Lewis had more responsibilities than uh, Anthony Brown his first year. And uh, you correct, Josh, correct. You know, he's saying Anthony uh, Brown didn't cover number one receivers. Pretty much uh, number 27 did. So, I, I love to see you guys' opinion, your thoughts on this thing. And uh, at that point, that's not even an opinion. That's true facts right there. Appreciate you, man. You're a troop, man. You're a soldier. Uh, David Rios, Jordan Lewis. A lot of people saying Jordan Lewis. Ted Mitchell on my Facebook panel. He's saying, hey, man, Jordan Lewis. Wake up, law. <laughs> yeah, baby Deion Sanders. This is from Mike James. I wouldn't go that far. If Jordan Lewis was had, you know, just a little bit quicker, then, yeah, you could throw in that ass back. Um <laughs> plays a lot better. This is from Leo Park. So I don't know. Maybe it's a temperament type of situation. Maybe it's something that we cannot see. And uh, to me personally, it's a luxury having Jordan Lewis come out off the bench. So I don't think that we should. Uh, now, I would rather for Jordan Lewis to start over Anthony Brown. But it's a luxury right now because depth is everything. <laughs> we know that. And if we can get Xavier Woods out here. Because do anybody know, because I don't know, I've been out of the mix, been doing a lot of stuff, got a lot of things in the fray that's coming around. But do any one of you guys know? I know where we're at in sacks. I think we're number two overall collectively in sacks. And I know it's only been two games, <laughs> so don't sue me. But do any one of you guys know where this team ranks at defensive-wise? collectively where, where where does this team rank because if i do the quick math i can say we only gave up what 14 points a game you know if you judging by the two games that we played so if we can stay on this pace of being top two or top three or maybe top four defense then we get it into that playoff regardless i really think so i i think looking forward because you see in the title looking forward to week three i, I really think that this team uh, the offense is going to jail together. Third in points per game. This is second in sacks. This is from Jordan K. Thank you for that information, man. I'm talking about you guys are on the money today, man. 
the statisticians around here. Um, fourth and or fourth overall team, Ortiz boxing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 So that let me know at least um, we in the right pathway. And and I do for sure. Yeah. Top five, Deion Sanders. Yeah. I I, I feel you on that. Shout out to the name too as well. Uh, Warpath, man, one of the coldest names on YouTube, man. Shout out to you. Thank you for tuning in. DS Faulkner, thank you for tuning in on the Law Nation's Facebook page. Uh, Brown is better corner than Lewis. Hey, he's. I love strong opinions. So now, is that opinions or that's facts? I want to know what you guys think about my guy DS Faulkner on the Facebook panel. Is he laying down the facts or he laying down his opinion that Brown is a better corner than Jordan Lewis? Hmm. And then we can start breaking down the corner within the corner. Is he a better inside corner? Is he a better outside corner? Is he a better guy that can cover in zone versus a press man coverage? Is he a guy that get, that have better um, technique-wise? Who's a better tackler out in space? who corral to the ball. So there's so many levels of cornerbacks that you can really point to. Uh, who, now, who's faster, who has the better recovery speed, who can pick up the defensive plays better. Those, All those things go into one. Now, from the eye test, from the broadcast view, a lot of us can look at it and say, okay, now, from a school, you know, Michigan versus, I think, uh, you know, uh, Anthony Brown went to Pitt or something like that. Same school that Revis went to, right? So, you know, we can look at it from school aspect, who played a better competition. But now it's the NFL, right? So, overall, we're fourth in defense. It's from Chris Dantzler. Th thank you, man. Thank you for that information. Man, if I had some money, I'd, I'd just throw it all at you guys right now. But uh, Woods is back. Warpath, thank you for the update. I, like I said, I'm just jumping in, just made it back. Uh, there's a lot of things I just don't know right now. I didn't get a chance to read over everything like I should have. Um, but it's just been one of those things, one of those days where you got everything coming into one. So with that being said, uh, if you moving forward to this next game, you know, what we need to do in order to win the game. I, I think, like I said before in the previous uh, video that I did, is the fact that now you got a team that's back against the wall. And the last thing you ever want to do in the National Football League is play a team that's hungry, that got that mindset, and they're at their home. It's their first home game, so everybody's going to be very pumped, crunk, and very optimistic about their team. So we got to go in there, and we got to punch them right in the mouth. So where they be like, uh, where this lick is coming from? And then we got to play quarterback contain. We know for sure that the week one that we saw Cam, oh Cam, running everywhere. He was just being able to do the, uh, the run pass option and, and get out to the edges. And one can argue if it wasn't for those runs that Cam Newton ran and also a special team flipping the field, that this game could have been, we could have been one of the guys that had to tie, right? <laughs> we could have been one of the teams that had to tie. So now you got a Russell Wilson who's a smaller, a shorter uh, cam. So what we have to do is is uh, figure out a way to get to get to uh, <laughs> Russell, and we saw that he can he can give the ball away. We see that. Shout out to Miss Jackie uh, for tuning in to the nation. Really appreciate you on my YouTube page. Thank you, Miss Jackie, for tuning in. Uh, she's always one of the best. You know, always around when we do uh, live events and things like that. Miss Jack, I got some important news for you down the line, but I'm going to hold it for right now. But neither here nor there. When we're talking about 
the way we can uh, corral Russell Wilson, keep him inside that pocket. We know that he's not the tallest quarterback in the world. So he got to do like a quote-unquote uh, Drew Brees tactic where he had to jump to throw the ball. So the best thing to do with uh, Russell Wilson is make sure we have outside contain. I think that LVE, I think – from what I heard from the radio, is that Sean Lee is still battling through hamstrings. Let me know if I'm correct on that, guys. So if Sean Lee is still going through these small little hamstring injuries, if he's still injured, I don't know for sure if it's Sean Lee or not. Let me know. But I think that LVE, this will be a game that he will show up and show out on because you need a corner or you need a linebacker that can cover out in space and range and who can spy the little guy, right? And then we also need uh, these D-Laws of the world. And also we need uh, my guy Taco to step it up to as well to this game. Because if not, if we can't contain those edges, then that's where Russell Wilson can eat. And then also, <laughs> I know I'm saying also a million times, but it, it's important for you guys to know this. We cannot, if, if it's possible, if this is possible, when they try to do the RPO, on us still cream the quarterback just regardless of the situation i know that the league is is all designing of keeping the quarterback safe but i would rather for us to take the penalty and cream the quarterback so that when they try to do their run pass option with the little guy that they go ahead and they can go get the spatula out and get and pick him up off the ground because if not all it takes is one to two to maybe three of these big explosive plays out there in Seattle. And once Seattle get crunked, live, lit, and ready, we already know what type of long night that can be. And especially, although we talk about the Dak Prescott's of the world and him not able to push the ball down the field, and although we talk about the Ezekiel Elliott trying to get his playing legs from under him, and we know that we have to hit execution, but there's still a variable, there's still this thing right here with this team. Regardless of how anybody look at it and how anybody says anything about this team, this team is still a young team. This is not a seasoned team. So I believe that this team must, and I'm telling you, M-U-S-T, must play with a lead. This team must be able to uh, execute on their plays, and they cannot get called for the holding calls three times in a row like last game. And also on special team two as well, they cannot get called for getting hit in the back and holding. They have to play a pure, clean game because this Seattle Seahawks, although their back's against the wall, they play with momentum. Think about this. The best thing about Pete Carroll, and a lot of people fail to realize this, although he's old, but he know how to relate to his players. And how he relates to his players, believe it or not, he is one of those guys just like a college coach. And what we know about colleges, right, it's all about momentum. And that's what Pete Carroll does with his team. He elevates everybody on a collegiate college type of level, and he have everybody flying out playing to the ball. So that's what he's that's what he's doing. Okay, thank you, Jackie Smith. She, she said that Sean Lee did not practice today, and when I talked to my guy Drew Pearson, he said he never missed a practice, or at least try not to miss practice. And it's no such thing as veteran days. I know it's a different type of time of era, era, but uh, this is the thing: if Sean Lee is not out there practicing. Then I think to me, I do know that Wednesdays are like Rumble Wednesdays and, and, and Tyron Smith Wednesdays. But we don't want to see, because it's two, ga two games in a row that I saw Sean Lee bouncing off of bodies. And uh, 
it's not a good look to me. Although he's part of the hot boys that saw him in the picture, but I want people that's out there in practice to play. So we'll see. We will see. I just don't want to see Sean Lee three games in a row bouncing off a body. So if we have the LVEs of the world, if we have the Joe Thomases of the world, if they can get out there and they are practicing and they know the playbook, then put them out there. That's how I feel. Uh, shout out to those that's on my uh, Facebook panel. I see you, James Smith, Scott Wallace. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Lawrence Fleming, uh, thank you for tuning in too as well. Eric, uh, Lee is getting paid. Lee isn't getting paid. LVE will have his job. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're saying. So, hey, we will see, man. I'm not saying that I'm an advocate of putting uh, Sean Lee on the bench and, you, and, and inserting LVE, but there comes a time and a place that sometimes you get Wally pipped. If you guys don't know who that is, just Google that. Uh, good one. Um, our boys must play with a purpose. Cowboys fans, wear them, wear them shades. And uh, I guess you were saying, you know, you, you wrote it all in there. So this is what we have to play with a purpose. Yes, we have to play with reasoning. And those Cowboys fans that are out there, wear your silver, wear your blue, wear your lucky hat, wear your lucky socks, and get this thing out there and be out there. Be on time and get out there and make some noise. And that's what we got to do. We got to let, I guess, the 12th man know that y'all can be the 12th man, but we the nation. We the Cowboys Nation, silver and blue. We come from all over the globe, from the UK, from Mexico, and also from uh, Canada, and also Hawaii. We got people from all over. We got people in Seattle, Washington. We got people everywhere that are going to be at that game and really going to pump up everything. So if we can minimize our mistakes, if we can get out to an early league, and I think that it will cause Russell Wilson to press, and he will give the ball away like his cousin in them. Kirk Cousin, he'd give the ball away like Eli. You know how, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so with that being said, guys, I really appreciate everybody for tuning in to the nation. Uh, let me know of your thoughts. Put down your score predictions. Uh, hopefully by the end of this week, I can have my guy Koye and I can have uh, my guy Vaj Lombardi and also um, DDP and all the other guys to be on the show so we can give out our prediction. But I want to know your predictions right now. Uh, just put those down in the, on the wax so that everybody can know. And uh, if you're part of the notification squad, let me know too as well. And also let me know where you guys are from, whether it be from Italy, UK, whatever. You know, just let me know if you're from Florida and things like that so I can know where we all at. Peace. I really appreciate everybody for tuning in. Let's get this thing rolling. Yeah. And remember, you all are listening to nothing but the bass. Salute. I'm out. Appreciate you guys for tuning in, man. Yeah. Y'all know how this thing go one way or another. This is your brother. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Miss Jackie, man. Thank you for tuning in, too, as well. And D. Zeke Pre Elliott Experience. That's what I'm talking about. I see you, Dion. Prime time. All right. Callie in the house. Mitch, what's up? Money Mitch. James, what's good? Smith. Peace.